0: this episode is brought to you by notorious fire company firefighter owned and operated notorious fire company manufactures and creates quirky and unique items for the fire service whether it's your stainless steel water bottles tumblers four-in-one koozies You can decorate your emotional support water bottle with more than 100 different designs they offer so very much. From apparel to swag to stickers, they got you covered. Check them out at NotoriousFire.com. That's N-O-T-O-R-I-O-U-S, NotoriousFire.com. And check them out on social media, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at NotoriousFire. And this month with the podcast, if you use coupon code fire radio june 2023 that is fire radio june 2023 you'll get free shipping on all orders within the u.s so check them out notoriousfire.com lenny and the crew they're making great stuff and i have to tell you with the summer upon us the sticker packs are out of control. You got everything from Star Wars to pinups and everything in between. Slap them on your beer fridges, your coolers, and your tumblers and celebrate the summer in style with Notorious Fire. A good supporter and longtime friend, we're happy to have him on the podcast with us. Check him out, NotoriousFire.com and coupon code FIRE radio, June 2023 for free shipping all across the U.S. This episode is brought to you by Box Alarm Grills. When your apparatus arrives on scene, are you making the best showing? Looking to set your rig apart from everyone else? Want your engine, truck, or rescue to be easily identifiable? There is a solution. With large aluminum grill numbers and full-width rear mud flaps from Box Alarm Grills. Formed by Danny and a team of fellow firefighters, Box Alarm Grills gets it. They know what it means to show pride in your ride, delivering the quality construction and design that fire departments demand. That's why their grill numbers and mud flaps grab attention, enhance visibility, and make your fleet recognizable on scene while responding or just driving around town. Built in the USA by a family-owned business, Box Alarm Grills is quickly becoming the choice of fire companies, apparatus planners, and fire truck manufacturers with out-of-the-box or custom solutions. Check out functional, durable grill numbers and mud flaps from Box Alarm Grills today at boxalarmgrills.com and on Facebook and Instagram. And like Danny and his crew like to say, add pride to your ride.
1: What's up, everybody? It's your old pal who's not that old, because I'm going to say that all the time, Pip, uh, here with episode 25 of The Size Up by National Fire Radio. And I'm getting right into it with my guest because we just spent... Uh, five minutes setting up his camera to avoid any glares and he's super famous on the social media web. So if you're watching on YouTube and and looking at him, you can pick out his stash from a mile away. Um, I'm super stoked to have an episode about uh, male grooming because it's something that is a very important topic in my life. Um, But Griff from Stash Salt, what is up,
2: homie? How are you today? I'm excellent, man. How are you? I appreciate you having me.
1: No, it's uh, I'm doing pretty good. You know, my my mustache has given me a little bit of problems, and we're gonna we're gonna talk about my mustache and your mustache and all kinds of mustache type stuff as we go along. Um, but I'm doing good today. It's a great day here in New Jersey. We're about to get some more Canadian wildfire smoke, apparently, which should be interesting. There you go. Um, I know where you're from. You deal with wildfire, wildland smoke, usually in your neighborhood, probably right? Or, or are you not
2: near any of them ever? No, not anymore. Uh... So we actually relocated. We're in Utah now.
1: Utah, you know, for some reason, I thought your relocation was to Arizona. And that's where I was thinking like, oh, you get wild wildland fires there, but it's Utah. So, you no, no, there's got to be wildland fires in
2: Utah. Yeah, I mean, there's plenty of big fires here. There's lots of mountains. Um, it's a lot of that West Coast stuff where there's entire mountains on fire, but uh, nothing right now. So we've been lucky since we got here.
1: That whole mountain is on fire. Like we don't, in New Jersey, we have wildland fires. They're generally not in our mountainous regions that we have here. And, and yeah. there are mountains in New Jersey. They're not West Coast mountains. Um, We have them more in like the low-lying dry foresty areas, I guess, that have humongous highways cutting through them.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's a little different than Texas where it was like, hey, you got 150 acres on fire, but it's just flat pasture like no and big deal called. for yeah, those well, of you who are is, like me yeah. be good.
0: For,
1: for those of you that are like me that had no idea when uh i first met uh, a couple firefighters from texas and they're like oh i was out on a grass fire all night and i'm like <laughs> bro we we go to a grass fire and we we'd like dump a can on it and we put the grass yeah. out what are you talking about because me i'm thinking someone's front lawn we do that sometimes front lawn yeah, in texas your front lawn is a gajillion acres right exactly <laughs> Exactly. So it's it's been awesome to to follow along with your story here, and you know, for those folks who've been following me for my little, I guess, social media career, I haven't always had a mustache. Uh, it comes and goes, and Griff has been one of my sounding boards for like, hey, keep it forever, Pip, because you know I provide his business with uh, purchases <laughs> for, for one thing for sure. Um, but I, I mean, I have always had uh, a. Ben's grooming thing with my hair, I guess. it does have to be perfect at all times and in, in my mind these days. But you know, your business is based off of this. But clearly, you know, your whole life hasn't been based off of your mustache unless I'm wrong, and you started growing it at like twelve. But let's get a little backstory yeah. on you and what kind of led you, you know, towards the fire service, towards this end of the fire service, business related, you know, whatever you feel like telling us is always a good little backstory,
2: yeah. um so, my, uh, my fire service, I guess, uh, history or that classic interview question, why did you want to be a firefighter? Did you always want to be a firefighter? Like classic interview question. Um, I feel like mine is actually like the classic answer. So when I was two years old, uh, my parents were in a super bad wreck. Um, my, they ended up having to be extricated and flown, uh, my dad actually coded three times on the operating table. Um, but all growing up, my fr- my dad was friends with all police officers. So all he did was talk about PD and we'd go shooting and all these kinds of things. Uh, but as I got older and he would tell me about the wreck and all that, um, he told me, obviously, he didn't know anything about fire because all his friends were PD. But he said while he was upside down in his car hanging there, He said he heard the rescue tools uh, start up, and he said at that moment he knew there was going to be hope. So for me growing up, that was always like, man, I want to be that hope for someone. So that's not the classic
1: answer. That is not the classic,
2: (laughs) the classic interview answer is I want to help people like that. Yeah. I want to help people and do good stuff, (laughs) but I feel like it really caught me from an early age of like, well, that's, that's what I want to do is I want to be that hope for someone when there's literally no other hope. Um, and we know we know most days are not pin jobs and flying and all that kinds of stuff. It's uh, more of the routine stuff. Sure, but uh, very true. We uh, we sign up for the chance to to make that difference, like a real difference, is what we uh, we we go through all the extra calls to get to those.
1: It's it's so often too, you know, we, we never get to re meet our victims. I mean, it does happen, or, or or the I shouldn't say our victims, but the victims we help. Um, it does okay. it does occur sometimes, you know. I've I've had that ability. I mean, we had a guy walk up to the firehouse last year that the guys on my engine company, I was off that night, but they actually he was a really bad burn victim. And they actually helped him that night. And they had no clue yeah. who he was. They had no clue. He just happened to be walking by and was like, Hey, some of you guys helped me. kind of looked again and we're like that was us buddy but when you hear that from your dad you know that he knew there was hope and and that these guys were were there for him you know that just makes that mission even so much more and it's I've never heard that story from you so it's so awesome to be able to to be a part of sharing that that's great
2: yeah yeah it was uh it was just something that always stuck with me um so, like I said, he ended up coding three times. He had like 22 surgeries. He got basically T-boned by a drunk driver. It exploded his hip and his insides and all that stuff. But this was in... I was going to say, you're,
1: you're not exactly a young man there, fellow. Right. So, you know, that was a, yeah. bit, a bit ago when medicine... So it was a while ago.
2: Yeah. So, it, this was in 89. Um. So, obviously lucas devices and compression devices and all that stuff weren't around yet Bat battery powered uh hydraulics yeah i
1: mean he had the 32 a's or the 52 a's depending on on what he had going on there
2: yeah but one of the times he coded on the table um there was a, one of the nurses there who was a male nurse and like he was training he basically he was a decathlete so like in no other circumstance would they have continued, but this one guy did compressions for 34 minutes. Holy cow. And kept alive. Like, they didn't swap out for whatever reason. I don't know what happens in 1989. Hey. Apparently, just decathletes work there and do compressions on people, but...
1: That's the guy you that, want. Like, it all worked out for
2: yeah, Exactly. Guy.
1: That's the guy. You, I wanted. the decathlete. I want a, yeah. uh, that guy. We name. should
2: all be decathletes. Yeah. <laughs> I'll get on that in
1: my spare time. I'm going to add Yeah, no joke. <laughs> so...
2: So, yeah, that was kind of what uh, kind of always had the spark in me growing up. Um Something I was like, man, I always want to do that. Um, something I was always interested in. And then, you know, life happens. I actually went a different way for a little while and uh, got into like off-road fabrication, uh, building off-road race cars and trucks and all the off-road stuff. Um, and then just kind of was like, man, I don't know if I want to build race cars forever. Not that that's terrible, obviously, but I was just like, man, I feel like I'm supposed to be doing something else. And that's kind of when that passion relit for the fire service, um, put myself through all the schools and academies and all that, uh, started volunteering, then worked part-time, then full-time and worked for a few different departments since then. So yeah, it a. uh, it's so, again,
1: it's just that that you said like, oh, it's a typical answer. That was not the typical answer to why you went no.
2: to fire service.
1: Like you, you got the win right now on the size up. You have the win for why I entered the fire service. When it comes to someone answering that question, um, yeah, I'll give that's you. I'll shoot, I'll shoot you the belt once we get the uh, the title perfect. belt in for now. But perfect. You know, and it's pretty cool too that you came from that fabrication area because that's something that again you used to see a lot more trades people entering the fire service Uh, In today's fire service. We're not necessarily seeing uh, many trades people enter anymore, but we're also not seeing many trades people, you know, I'm sure in the the fabrication for race cars, that's not the industry it was when you were in it either.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, And to be honest, when I I was still working on cars for a while and fabricating and all that kind of stuff uh, before I ended up getting a fire job, And you know, everybody knows when you're applying for jobs and testing and going through all the interviews and all that stuff, it's a miserable process of just like getting your hopes up and then getting crushed and get your, some people get lucky. I didn't get lucky right away. It took me a little while, but looking back now, I'm grateful for that time because I was able to gain so much more life experience on problem solving and dealing with people and having bosses and all that kinds of stuff. Before just going straight into the fire service, where a lot of the times it is a serious life or death situation, and then add on not knowing how to deal with people or not knowing how to have a boss or not knowing problem solving, like extrication. I was like, all right, well, I know how cars come apart because I know how to put them back together. So it's just I, I got a lot of extra tools in my toolbox before I was ready to go to the show, if that makes sense.
1: A hundred percent, you know, and that's what I think when, when I get a lot of people, and I'm sure you've had this too, being on social media, like the question, how how do I become a firefighter or I'm trying to become a fire? What, what do I need to do? And I'm like, you need to just keep getting life skills. Like you can't just wait and be like, I'm going to be a firefighter. So I'm not going to do anything else in this process because these other things come into play in our careers and we're seeing them more now than ever. Um, all the other things you have to do: EMT, social worker, uh, car, you yeah. a partner, machine ticker a partner. Yeah, um,
2: it's a catch-all, right? Yeah, literally, it is. really is. Of, uh, hey, we don't know who else to call for this. Fire department will handle it, whatever it may be. Yep. My so. my,
1: my big thing is knowing, you know, all the guys that work on my shift, who's good at what. And exactly. being like, oh, so we have this problem. I'm calling the engine from the other side of the town to come out here. I don't care what the other three guys say on the engine that they don't want to come. I need one. Yeah. Guy. I need that guy with this specific skill because I know he worked for whatever he did beforehand, or this is something he's really good at, you know, or he speaks yeah. Peruvian, you know?
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's, that's what makes the whole team thing really important is recognizing everyone has a strength. We all don't have the same ones. That's why it's a big toolbox with water on it, right? Like and each guy brings their own tools. So,
1: trust me, we, we are a uh, confined space rescue team for a lot of towns and uh as the the guys on my company like to point out, regardless of what color my helmet is or even maybe the color of shirt I'm wearing and little car I ride on, I still may be going in the hole because that's yes. just my talent. I have a talent. It's it's, yeah. it's one one thing that I can kind of do better than everyone else is go in that hole. Absolutely. That's a reason actually I learned to get so good at extrication because i got tired of having to go in the car yeah i was like i don't want to do this anymore i want to be the guy cutting the car's apart. so i'm like i have to know more than the next guy so they stopped being like hey we're lifting your legs up and shoving you in this car while we cut it apart
2: hop in yeah
1: (laughs) you can get in here i can throw you like chuck you in yeah goes in so so in that time though was like the mustache a thing when did that kind of come into play
2: um so no it wasn't always a thing um I kind of had that old school mentality. I don't know if it's old school mentality, but in my head it is of like, it's kind of like an earned thing, right? It's kind of like a badge of honor. You didn't just show up at your first place on your first day with a mustache. It was kind of like, a, hey, you have to earn it, get off probation, like be, be one of the guys kind of earn your stripes a little bit before you start growing it. it is kind of what was in my head
1: okay um, i can see i went 18 years then so i'll, I'll agree with you for so 18 years in the fire service and i'm there like you I'm go. this mustache thing
2: yeah um and you know there's always no shave november and all that stuff where like everyone participates and like i would grow it out but then at the end hey i'm still a new guy let me cut it back off and i even had some older guys tell me like hey man you don't have to shave that off if you don't want to but no like it's okay i know my place uh but, but then after came from the fire service, though, so like wanting
1: a mustache or having a mustache, you're, you're yeah,
2: yeah, fire, it's yeah. just uh, kind of that old tradition and just a uh, part of like, like it or not, it's like one of the stereotypes. It's an image. It's just part of it. Right. It definitely
1: is. It's great nostalgia when you see those old pictures of the guys with humongous mustache and beards at at that time, too. Yeah, absolutely. For their purpose of dipping the beard into water, wrapping it around their face,
2: and that was their SCBA. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's a different breed. A little bit, a little bit. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, But no, it wasn't always a thing. It was kind of just like a, hey, I'll do it someday when when I've kind of earned my spot, right? Um, But when I did end up growing one. Um, I mean, it's not the worst mustache in the world, uh, but I was like, all right, well, now that I got this You're thing, most on, thing one on Instagram, aside from yeah.
1: the FDNY guy with all the gear on who just has that humongous mustache, yeah. that picture. That's yeah, true. we're not yeah. worthy, yeah. we're not worthy. No, pa- we'll talk about patience and mustaches later because there's my problem right there, but we'll continue. Go yeah. ahead. <laughs>
2: Uh, so basically, um, I had this mustache that I was like, all right, well, I don't know what to do. My wife actually ended up buying me some other stuff from a local person where we used to live um and we're me and some buddies were actually at like a big wildland training in texas and we started joking around and how stash salt came to be was he kind of just threw out there hey man why don't you just make your own so i was like huh, challenge I, I could probably do that so i did some mad scientist research and said what saw what different ingredients do and what different holds there are and smells and scents and all that kinds of stuff. And uh, I kind of just made my own as a, to see if I could do it and kind of threw it out there of like, hey, look what I did. And people instantly were like, hey, how do I buy it? <laughs> so I was like, oh, crap.
1: Where are we at? Like six, seven years ago now? Was that? Yeah, or? this is
2: like 2017. So were yeah. there
1: – and again, I didn't have a mustache then, and I wasn't in the market for anything. But was there a market? I mean, I know there's always been a market for mustache wax and things, but even in the fire service, was there a specifically driven one yet, or no?
2: Uh, there was. Um, you don't have to name
1: they, them or anything, but I yeah, just, I mean, I don't they've remember been around these things, you know? Like, yeah,
2: they've they've been around a while. They didn't really have a social media presence. It was kind of just like a, it was the one you could get online from anywhere. Gotcha. Um, not to say anything bad about them, obviously, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I just started making them, and people were like, "Hey, how do I buy it?" So I told my wife, I was like. Hey, I need a logo. So I said, it needs a skull, a mustache, and a fire lid. So she came up with the logo. She does all of our graphics. She does all the websites. She does all the creative stuff. Um, I kind of just spout off ideas, and she does some computer magic and makes it come out. Um, so,
1: so, so Griff just so. said that very casually, but let me explain something to the folks who maybe <laughs> don't know the back end of all these businesses and things, but what his wife is doing and her abilities, because clearly she has a, a design talent. Yeah, absolutely. That is something I don't have. I'm an idea guy for designs, but I can't draw a straight line to save my life. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um. So having someone like that who you just happen to be married to is a huge win when you're trying to to start a business or to grow an internet-based company or really any company, right?
2: Right. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I definitely don't think Stash Salt would be where it is or what it is without her because I spout off all the ideas. And like I said, she makes the magic happen and makes it look cool and makes it look like it's appealing and how it should look, right? Like if it was just me, I would just... I don't know. I'll just send you this blank tin it's and tin, let me yeah. you know how you like it. Right.
1: I feel like that as well, when it comes to, to folks like that, like that, that is just such a special talent to have. It's unreal. And so yeah.
2: needed in yeah. businesses like yours. Yeah, absolutely. So I keep spouting off ideas and she keeps doing magic on there and makes it happen and look good and all that. So magic, yeah, magic. Yeah. So yeah, now we're, what is it? Almost six years in and countless designs and shirts and hats and all that kinds of stuff but yeah it uh so back to like how stash salt started uh like i said it was kind of just like by accident of like well i'll just make this stuff and see what happens and people liked it um we never sat down with this big business plan of hey we're gonna grow this giant mustache wax company and we're gonna do all this men's grooming stuff Uh, it really started just kind of grassroots uh on venmo like i don't know i have a couple extra tins made venmo me and i'll send you one um we started selling a whole bunch of them and my old chief where i used to work actually diagnosed with cancer and his family was struggling with the bills and it was kind of a big deal for our community um so my wife and i talked and hey we weren't trying to start this business we weren't trying to make all this money so why don't we use this to give back to his family because i know they're struggling with the bills so instantly that was what solidified like as our mission to give back to first responder families in need. Um, so we did, we sold tins for a bunch of months and we actually went to the Christmas banquet and got up on stage and presented chief with a check and all that kind of stuff. And like, Hey chief, for no other reason other than we love you and we can. So here we go. So like nothing, we don't want anything in return. We just love you and we know you're struggling. So we're with you. That's awesome. And, So now it's kind of evolved from just the first responder um, to now we help like we've done stuff for sisters of firefighters, we've done stuff for family members and kids that are struggling and so it's been a super cool tool that we wouldn't have had otherwise uh, that we're able to reach these families that otherwise we wouldn't have been able to reach so.
1: And it's so great, too, because, you know, and and I don't know, the, the size up goes all over the place when it comes to things. We talk about business, we talk about lifestyle, we talk about all these things. And, and you know, not-for-profits are very close to my heart, being the director right. of one. And, you know, funds are always hard. And I always like to remind folks that when you have a business like Stash Salt, donating back to whomever they're donating to, you have to look at the price of their items and the fact that they're taking part of their profit. And turning hmm. that back to taking that money and giving it back to folks. And I know for one, for me, I always look to try to support companies that are doing that because let's be, let's face it, you could keep that profit and no one would know the difference or care or anything, right. or you could raise your price for that specific item still keep yeah. a profit and look like you're doing good when really you're not doing good for the world at all right and it's just something i always like to remind people because it's so hard being on the not-for-profit side to see how all these things work and look you're you're not selling uh, mercedes benzes out there on the internet you know i liked how you said yeah. you sold tins for lots of months in order to present one check to someone you know right. a lot you got to sell a lot of tins to help some folks you know
2: yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is not a huge ticket item. I mean, these are like between 10 and $18. So it it, it takes a lot of them. Uh, but hey, that's what that's the tool we got. So that's the one we're going to use.
1: It's also It also <laughs> kills me at, real quick. I get off my soapbox. But when people ask for a discount, and you're like, I'm giving money to a charity for this specific item no you can't have a discount on it like you just like just think about how that's going to cut into even more of what we're doing here but sorry soapbox pip we'll we'll (laughs) get down we'll get down i hear you um so you started with with the must with just the stash salt mustache wax yeah going back like traditionally because i wanted to get into this because i got some questions from folks about it like mustache wax. How did it start? I'm sure you're the you're in my mind, you're the expert on mustaches. So can you give us a little history and not just stash salt, stash, stash salt specific, but in mustache and mustache waxes. And because them dudes in like the, you know, the old school brawler guys, what were they putting in their mustache? They they didn't have a cool little tin, did they?
2: No, um, actually, a lot of it used to be earwax is what they would gather or just melted down just beeswax and different resins um stuff like that there was obviously not any manufacturing of like professional grade stuff it was kind of just like whatever you could find that was sticky that would work um i am and that's so grossed out now used.
1: i just cleaned my ear pod, my AirPods out and was like <laughs> they're disgusting someone was putting that in their mustache that that's a whole new level yes yeah. so
2: right. they didn't smell as good as they do now <laughs> there wasn't a freaky tiki smell or anything No, there was no freaky tiki (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) but i mean it was just like uh hey i'm growing this thing and like let's give it a little bit of shape so it was kind of just like a hey let's find whatever is kind of sticky and we'll put it on there so
1: i can just imagine some of the things that they might have really been finding aside from earwax and, and beeswax makes sense i guess when i think about that and i think i've seen a few mustache products out there that are like a beeswax base um yeah but to well, most of
2: it, most of ours most of ours are a beeswax base. So it has some level of beeswax and then whatever else I mix to get the different holds and all that kinds of stuff. But yeah, like beeswax there, is solid.
1: Are there people who are like really specific to you? Like I only use this only works for me or something like that when it comes to the blends because I know you I have like loads of tins in front of me with different blends. but th- is that a thing?
2: yeah yeah we have some guys that are definitely die hard like i only use smoothbore or we only use freedom blend or um and then we have guys that hey every single one that comes out i'm gonna get two one to use and one to one to hang on to so <laughs> oh, like collector's additions
1: like it's a, uh, yeah, pretty like much. a challenge coin wall of your yeah exactly pins that's yeah.
2: awesome yeah it's been super cool uh we've had some people that were kind of with us from the beginning that they'll show their collection. I call it a collection. Cause it's, I mean, that's what it is. And sure. yeah, they have all the tins, And so whenever we go to a show and everything though, we'll set up like a challenge coin board basically with all the tins on it. So you can kind of look back over the past six years and see all the different ones we've done and stuff. I'm not laughing
1: at you folks that are doing this, but I am kind of laughing that that's what you're collecting. Yeah, right. <laughs> It makes sense for Griff when I see him at a show to have his history up on the wall, but to know that you have such loyal supporters, that's amazing, dude. Like, you know, and and I can say this from using your product and uh, using other products too, because I, I find it a little hard if I'm at like a, like a local craft fair and there's like a mustache right. guy there when I have my mustache and he's like, Whoa, what do you put in your stash? And like, I feel like I got to buy something from the guy because I know he's a small business and he's local and I've tried other brands and, and you know, sometimes I like them a little better. Sometimes I don't. Um, yeah. But it's that type of thing to know you have that brand loyalty, dude. That That's something that, you know, huge companies don't have.
2: Yeah, uh, that's been our huge focus is really trying to build community. Um, yes, we're selling a product. Yes, we're trying to make money. Yes, we're trying to give back and all that stuff. But within, obviously, the the whole first responder community, There's another community within the community, if that makes sense. And we're really trying to strengthen that and get back to the roots of like, hey, we want families to come to the stations. Hey, we want families hanging out and doing life together. Um, All that kinds of stuff is important to us. So we're really trying to make it just more than a product. So if we're bringing people together because they all have a mustache and now all of a sudden they can have a real conversation and get to know each other, like that's a win. So
1: there are so many of those communities within the community. Um, Absolutely. Know, so again, I'm sort of fortunate now, so I've jumped into a few of them uh, with like the fitness community with now the mustache community, the instructor community, the extrication guy one. And, yeah. you know, there are folks out there that are like, wow, that's stupid. We're all firefighters, blah, blah, blah. But it's cool to have that. And what I think is funny about having a mustache <laughs> is some other dude with a mustache who I don't know is like, Hey, great stash, man. And I'm like, Oh yeah. Good. Like, yeah, you too. it's kind of weird to say the same thing back. Um, or someone who's like, got one, it's kind of like a work in progress. Like I almost want to keep at it, buddy. Like you could get to this because you get a lot of growing. Yeah. Keep growing. Like people literally, I think the biggest question I get is like, how do you do that? Like how I I can, I couldn't commit to that or something along those lines. Right. I'm sure you get that all the time.
2: Yeah. I get asked almost every single day, Hey man, how do I grow a mustache? And (laughs) my answer is very simple. It's stop shaving your lip. (laughs) That's about as much control as you have um, as far as what's going to grow and what's not going to grow. Once it grows out, uh, we can start working with it, but It's literally, that's as much control as you have Hey, stop shaving your lip and just let it grow, man. (laughs) You have to admit, though,
1: that there is a uh, there's a growth process from having to getting to a level where it looks moderately okay. that it's really rough. Like, yeah, I always tell people you got to
2: push through the awkward phase. Cause there's gonna be an awkward phase. I don't care how cool you are and how great your stash normally is. If you shave it off, you're gonna have an awkward phase to go through.
1: It's fun. I love that you call it awkward. Some people call it some other things.
2: Yeah. <laughs> when
1: you have that going, the politically correct the politically correct <laughs> from the mustache expert here is the awkward stage of your mustache. I may ride on the truck these days, but I still keep my original snagger tool by modus fire rescue on me at all times just in case those guys on the engine need some help moving the line. The Snagger is great for that and many more things. It's also great for used for breaking tempered glass or in a pinch as a spanner wrench. So head over to modusfirerescue.com and use code THESIZEUP, one word, to save yourself
0: 5%. This episode's brought to you by Taylor's Tins. Taylor and her crew at Taylor's Tins have been manufacturing aluminum helmet fronts since 2017 with over 200,000 tins in the market. They are a leader in the helmet front space. Custom design one-offs to department orders. They can turn them around within 24 to 48 hours. Customer service is what they pride themselves on and they provide nothing but top shelf product and service to their customers. Check them out at taylorstins.com and check out their full line of product offering. They've always been a very strong supporter since day one with the National Fire Radio podcast and platform. And Taylor and his crew have become dear friends of ours, and we appreciate the support. And at checkout, for a little extra bonus, use coupon code NFR sent me. That's NFR sent me for a discount on your order. Exclusions do apply. Anyway, check out taylorstins.com. For the latest and greatest offerings from Taylor and his crew. And in the words of Taylor, stop burning up leather. Yeah,
1: I I definitely get it when it's when it's that shortness that you just some people can pull off a really good short mustache. Um, Yeah, I feel like I cannot. I need to get to uh, less than what this is now. This just keeps growing and I'm, I'm kind of amazed by it. But uh, <laughs> then, then you too wonder where it's going to go. Like, when do I trim it? And it's Yeah, under- I actually
2: just trimmed. I feel like I had the big curl going and I cut off my wings. I kind of feel like I lost my strength a little bit, kind of like Samson cut off my hair and I got a little weaker. Uh, but it'll grow again. You got to trim it every once in a while. Kind of keep it healthy. So, it do, But it's
1: scary to trim it because you're yeah. doing it yourself. Even So I let my barber do it a couple times too now, and even they're scared to do it, I think, because they're like, if I mess this dude's, they can mess up my hair. But I feel like if they're like, I messed up his mustache, it's such a, such a, a bad it's thing. It's disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> You've disrespected my dojo, but I'm really yeah. scared to trim it. I did one or maybe two trims, this this cycle of my mustache. And because what I get, so I noticed you cut, I noticed you stopped curling, right? Recently.
2: Well, yeah, because it's so much shorter now. So I, I got to bring it back out and I'm wrapping around. It'll get there again, but yeah. So that's where I guess
1: I'm maybe in another awkward stage because my tips I trim my tips back because some hair is longer than others. So I didn't like the way that looked. And then I have to kind of keep it growing evenly.
2: Is that okay to do
1: that or no?
2: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's just like hair on your head, whatever. They're going to get dead ends and split ends and all that kinds of stuff. So, I mean, yeah, as scary as it is to take length off of it, sometimes you got to sacrifice a quarter inch just to make sure the rest of it comes back in better.
1: It's so scary yeah. when I did that. And I think I'm getting close again because what happens is I kind of turn backwards. It's hard to see if you're someone else that my it doesn't look like curled like I would really like it to. But yeah, I notice it so, out of, the corner of my eyes and it screws me up.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's actually pretty normal. Uh, most guys will actually have one side that falls forward or back. And then the other side usually does what they want it to do which I don't know why that is, but most dudes that I've ever talked to at least have one side that either falls forward or falls back. Um, 100%.
1: Today, this, this, falls, this falls back, this falls forward. So
2: 100%. So the thing that I've done, because I have this side that falls forward. I'm not, I'm not exempt. I'm not some super special mustache guy. I'm just a regular dude. Oh, you're off the podcast but, then. You're off. Yeah, nah, I'm out of here. <laughs> but so what I've done is when I'm going to go curl it, When you put the wax in and everything, just pull it straight out and let it harden that way. And once it's straight, then you curl it up because they'll be starting from the same straight spot. Instead Mm -hmm. of just going straight to try to curl it on each side, and then it ends up a little different. One's like this, one's like this. Just pull them both straight out, let them harden, and then curl it up. Dude,
1: see, and this is why we're doing this. Pro tip. That is a pro tip that if you're listening on any of our multiple audio platforms, which I respect you and love that you listen to me in the car and this show in the car, wherever your community is or mowing lawns, you got to go over to the YouTube channel and you have to kind of watch this one because Griff just gave us a little tutorial there. But what we're going to do here in a little bit is we're actually going to go, this is going to be like a, like a today show episode. I'm actually going to get talked through how to do my, my stash here by you know, the superhero whose stash we know is just as cool as ours. Um, so you definitely got to be tuning in to watch this one. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that guy? Where is he? Yeah, I don't Who's see like any superheroes. <laughs> no, it's mustache superhero for sure. Which oh, okay. You don't see many superheroes with mustaches, come to think about that.
2: That's because they're just regular heroes.
1: Yeah, they're sad then. I, I'm, I'm disappointed in some people now that I, I think about, like who could, you know, the famous mustache guys be? And I know they're out there and I just
2: can't think of any now, but not many. It's always the villain. Right, like Captain yep. Hook. And yeah, Captain Hook's. I. It's always the bad guys. I don't know how I feel about that.
1: Oh, it could be kind of <laughs> cool too. Like you know, you got to think some stormtroopers probably got a good mustache underneath their helmet or so. Yeah. Hope. So yeah, there's so. always that as a as an option. But when it comes to two, like you know, you're not just mustaches. You know, you got right. male grooming with hair care products and, and more things like that. How did that kind of develop? Did, was that just the next logical phase for you to go to, or?
2: Yeah, um, we we started, obviously, it was just mustache waxes. I kind of had our three original holds, just a soft hold, a medium hold, and a strong hold, firm hold. Um, and I had a lot of guys just like, hey, man, I'd love to support you and what you're doing and all that, but I don't have a mustache. So we had lots of guys with beards, um, obviously, lots of guys with some luscious locks and nice hairs and mohawks. Um, we have everyone, basically, everyone has a mustache, a beard, or shaves. Right. So in some in some mixture of those, everyone falls into that category or has hair somewhere. So uh, we started uh, just mustache wax. I was like, all right, well, there's a bunch of bearded guys. We started leaning a little towards the wildland guys with those beards and stuff. Uh, So we started doing all the beard oils and balms, all that kinds of stuff. And then the next natural thing was, all right, let's get some hair going. So we have a few different pomades um and then i was like, hey man like stash or no stash if they have one or not they're at the station they gotta shave right That's so true. we have so we have the old school uh badger hair shave brush with an all-natural uh shave soap and all that um it was just kind of the next natural thing we wanted to hey how can we get everyone involved in this so
1: And the shaving end too, like we all have to shave. It Literally, if people ask me what I don't like about being a firefighter, it's that I have to shave. Like if I wasn't a firefighter, I would have a full-on beard and be totally comfortable with never shaving my face again because I really detest that part of having to go to work,
2: like shaving my face. (laughs) Yeah, everyone's looking forward to a retirement beard. Yeah, like it's a
1: vacation beard. How do you tell a fireman on vacation? Because they got a beard, you know? Yeah, absolutely.
2: Not shaving.
1: It's so... (laughs) <laughs> it's so funny too. Cause it's like the simplest thing. It doesn't take much time for me to do it. And I'm just like, I don't like doing this. I want to
2: be Yeah. And they make me do it. These oh, yeah, horrible I'll still get know. a good seal. I promise.
1: Yeah. I can totally do it. I swear I could do it. But yeah. also I've, I've, I've come to realize for myself at least though, if I don't shave now that I have the mustache, I don't like the way my mustache looks. So I almost have to be clean shaven. So I'm actually shaving more now to keep this thing yeah. on my face that my wife detests. And I just feel like it's cool and I want to keep doing it. Um, yeah, you just got to keep it rocking. It's funny too, because you mentioned it before, like no shave uh, November. That's what kind of started me on the mustache train however many years ago. And my wife would be against it. But I'm like, eh, we're doing it to raise awareness for men's health issues. You're evil yeah. you're against this yeah and I kept pushing it into December, and it would be like, you know a week. And then the next year it was like two weeks. And then I got to Christmas and then I got to New Year's. And now it's just to the point that I'm like, ah, I'm growing a mustache again, and you kind of got to deal with it. Um, yeah, it's not always the best for me, but I'm trying,
2: you know, yeah, well, I've told you the what's what the winning argument is or what the saying that you just got to go with and you have it that- I forgot it yeah they call it a handlebar for a reason yeah Yeah. end of discussion
1: i think i've tried that one and it still (laughs) hasn't (laughs) worked but you know when it when it comes to this it's something that you just don't again we don't talk about a lot you know like male grooming like who who men don't generally speak of these topics you know right and i think it's cool that we have this ability to do it because we have it that we're doing it and we like doing it Um, yeah have you found you know the trend is going up to more people getting into this or not
2: yeah it seems like it um more people are trying it for the first time or whatever but um the biggest complaint we get, like you just said, is wives or girlfriends, whatever, not liking it. They're like, so I always shave it off. She doesn't like it, blah, blah, blah. Um, But then they come back, hey, once I started taking care of it and it smelled good and it was clean and all that kinds of stuff, they're like, hey, now she loves it. So Yeah, that, that is
1: a big part of it.
2: That's yeah, so, don't... I mean, it, it smells good. Like, we get that almost all the time of, like hey, now I don't mind kissing him because it smells good and it's softer and all that kind of stuff. It's not getting in my mouth and all that kind of stuff. So, it actually, I mean, it does make a huge difference. It is another gross
1: one when it gets, when that, and I say this in guys, you're like, no, that doesn't happen when it gets stuck in between your
2: teeth. No, it does happen. Oh, that's my,
1: horrible. Like, even with that guy we talked about before with that super long one, I'm like, yeah, yeah it must not just get stuck in his teeth. It's probably hitting his, his uvula back there. Like, that's... yeah. <laughs> You wake <laughs> up in the middle of the night dying. I'm like, Airball. it's stuck in my tooth. I'm like, I can't get it. Come out of my tooth. It's three yeah. Oh, this This is going off the rails here and talking about bad mustache things, but I love it. Right. But but this is a big part of it, the oil. I feel like yeah. I, for yeah, my so, wife, it was a big keeper, like putting the oil in.
2: Yeah, it makes a huge difference. Um We've really been trying to make a push of, Not just because, like we said, you can put a lot of crap on your face and just make it stick and do what you want it to do, right? But like the whole idea is to have it healthy, right? So, with the oil specifically, if you take care of the skin underneath, you actually keep it hydrated, keep it from drying out and flaking, all that stuff, then the hair is going to come in better. And if the hair comes in better, it looks better, it feels better, all that kinds of stuff. So, we're trying to make a big push of like, hey, we want it to be healthy because. Anybody, you wouldn't believe how many times I've heard. Oh, I just use a glue stick, like a regular Elmer's glue, and people put glue on their face. Don't I mean, people do it regularly. I hear that. So I was like, Yeah, that's yeah, you can make it stick, but you're just going to cause your skin to break out underneath. Like you're clogging all your pores. You're doing all that stuff that. Yeah, I mean you can make it look okay, but it's not gonna be healthy. You're gonna get so, high too. I mean,
1: we all were in grammar yeah. together with a, a bottle of Elmer's glue in our desk. So
2: Yeah. So I don't know. I hear it regularly. Oh, I just use a glue stick. I can't it's believe like, well,
1: I would have never thought to be like, Let me just put some glue on my mustache to make it look cooler. Like
2: Yeah. Like growing up we put on the back of our hands and peeled it off, but like I was <laughs> never like, Let me put this glue on my face. That didn't seem like a good idea so happy i wasn't the only
1: kid who did that like or put yeah. it in your desk at school and we're just sitting there peeling it off and not yeah you it just peel off yeah they give those kids medicine these days when i was younger that was just what i did and
2: you know yeah
1: i no one knew know I mean, what it was that i was doing but good yeah. I'm not the only one amen to that
2: i turned out mostly okay
1: i think for the most part i did too for for a, like a fairly normal adult i think yeah possibly. like i had
2: i had certain benchmarks okay <laughs> 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 I'm within normal limits, at least.
1: <laughs> it's all about benchmarks to be within the normal limits there. Yeah, so I'm, in, I'm in the range. Let, let's do some male grooming here in our little Today Show segment. We're not going to walk over. Unfortunately, yeah. we're not together, so we can't walk over. Let's go into the sink of the bathroom. I'm gonna. We're going to rig this up here. But so right now, I still have my, I'll be 100% honest, I worked yesterday. So I start my morning routine, get the mustache going during the day. I have my trusty comb with me. Um, I may hit a little freaky tiki during the day when I'm at work just to kind of keep it all in place. Um, I do nothing at night. And when I'm at work, I just go to sleep this way and, you know, or go rest. Sorry, go rest. Because that's what we do.
2: Go to your room and study.
1: Go to my room and study. Exactly. Um, And I mostly wake up like this. Uh, you know, a little combing in the morning, maybe a little freaky tiki if I if it, if I had a really hard study session uh, that <laughs> night. Um, yeah. So I haven't done anything today, um, and this is still from yesterday. So I guess what I have to do is do oil to start again and then do
2: a yeah. wash real quick. Yeah, you can put a little oil in there. It'll help uh, break down the wax a little bit, and then you hit it with the wash. Okay. Uh, get it nice and fresh, and then... Come back. Are you gonna? Are you gonna well, style later?
1: I can probably oil. Yeah, I'm gonna try to style here. I'm gonna bring a towel back, and we'll see if we can. Listen, I want to be. We're gonna walk through this one. I I actually Good. had someone be like, dude, you're interviewing him. Get tips. I want to know. Right. Like, he puts out all those little videos, but at least if you do a a start to finish, we can just watch one, and and it'll be in a place I know where it is.
2: Let's do it. Um, so you got freaky tiki oil there, right? So basically. Oil. For the fans so own. it smells like smells like summer in a bottle. It does. It definitely does. Yeah. So when you open that up, it's basically an eyedropper. So you basically get a few drops and apply it to each side where the wax is. Um, do I, and so then you it. I drop
1: it directly on my mustache? Should I be doing it in my hand and putting it on? No, no, no.
2: I, I do it right on my mustache too. Yeah. I mean, I guess it doesn't matter because you're going to get it on your hands either way.
1: This is really weird because I'm not doing it in my bathroom and I'm not doing it in front of a mirror. I'm
2: doing it on Zoom. So here's the oil he's using. Freaky Tiki mustache and beard oil. So this one's actually different than the normal ones we have. It has a few extra ingredients. Uh, Like we said, we're really trying to make sure that the skin is healthy. So this one actually has a few extra ingredients to keep everything hydrated, moisturized, all that kind of stuff. So, so normally you,
1: what I do too, after I do this is I brush it, I comb it through. Is yeah. that okay?
2: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But you can feel how that the wax kind of just softened and it's kind of just, I don't want to say melting off your face because it's not going anywhere, but it's just the wax is oil soluble. So it does break it down a little bit, makes it easier when you do go hit it with your wash, it makes it super easy for it to come out.
1: It's crazy too, because when you do this, you kind of see how long it is. And yeah. there's a spot that's not right or there is or there's not. Um, but definitely at this point, you know, most of the wax is out. Um, I could yeah. feel that just in, in this and and feeling it there. So and normally yeah, it's all
2: soft and
1: ready and to I'll, be washed. I'll do this at night. Um, and I'll just sleep with a little bit of the, the oil in, right? Is that
2: yeah, perfect. Yeah, that's that's what I usually do. Uh, we have this one or another one called overhaul. Um, it actually has a few different ingredients um, w- that actually stimulate healthy growth as well that actually stimulate the hairs to come in stronger um, so we we say that one's for non-wax days or for overnight so obviously you're not going to wax it up and then just go to sleep if unless you're at work just leave it in whatever uh, but that one's specifically if like for overnight and stuff like that So
1: I like, too, how you said non-wax days, because I definitely have some where I'm like, I'm just not putting anything in this
2: today, and I'm just all natural, let's say. Um, Is
1: that good for your mustache, I guess, to do things like that? Yeah,
2: I think it's just like anything, it's good to give it a break, right? Like, you don't need to be putting stuff on it every single day. Um, The wax, it's not going to harm your mustache, it's not going to hurt it or anything like that, Uh, but some days it's just good to just let it be free, right? Yeah, and but I get an epic days, curl.
1: That, I get on those days. I get like a cool looking curl by like mid afternoon yeah. or so, where I'm like, it's just doing it naturally at this point. So
0: yeah,
1: it's kind of like ten. Yeah, on those days,
2: yeah, on those days, that's why we push the oils so heavy. Is to you want to keep it hydrated and healthy and all that kinds of stuff too. So even if you're not styling it, you still want it to be healthy. So. Ooh,
1: well, healthy is a whole new word for my mustache. So I think I'm going to be able to to parlay another month out of Mrs. Pip. Cause I'm going to be like, I'm keeping it healthy. It's healthy. Yeah, I'm
2: taking care of it properly. Like you can't yeah. argue with that. Yeah, She can argue with that though.
1: I'm,
0: I'm
1: <laughs> it it's just, it's, if she was here right now, she'd be behind the screen rolling her eyes at me for this entire episode. So I'm going to, I'm going to get it one way or another, but so now my next step would be your freaky. So
2: yeah. So the wash, um, So basically the difference between this and just like a regular shampoo that you're going to get at the store or anything is just less chemicals. So it's an all natural wash um, with, again, I keep saying moisturize and healthy and all that kind of stuff. That's really the push is you don't want a bunch of chemicals on your face. That's going to dry it out and leave it flaky, like a regular shampoo from whatever store. Um, This stuff is actually going to leave your skin hydrated. So, and like we said, your skin is hydrated. The hairs will be better. So
1: these are like all my words, like, you know, healthy hydration strategy. Like I can take all these fitness words and now put them to my
2: mustache. So a mustache workout.
1: So unfortunately, uh, our low budget uh, production we have here, I don't have the ability to wash my mustache in front of you guys or carry my whole system into the uh, bathroom where the sink is. So I'm going to run and do a little freaky tiki uh, mustache cleaning right now while Griff kind of talks and and fills in maybe sings or does something, uh, for those listening at home. So it's not too boring. So I'll be right back in about a minute. Yeah. Good luck, buddy.
2: Yeah. Good luck. Yeah. Hey, thanks for coming. Uh, you're on your own buddy. Um, yeah, I'm no good at singing and I don't have anything planned, but like we said, guys, the whole idea, uh, with mustache wax is it's going to give you the style. It's going to give you the hold, Um, We offer light, medium, firm, strong, and extra strong holds. Um, So it kind of really just depends on preference at that point, what you're looking for. But once you're done with the wax for the day, it's real important to hit with the oils. Uh, You really want to keep the skin healthy. That way the hair comes in healthy. That's probably the best maintenance tip I get asked a lot is like, hey, man, I, I get a lot of flakes or... Hey, I, I wax it and then just use a hairdryer to heat it up at the end of the day. Um, you really want to try to avoid blasting your face with heat and having hot wax on it. It's different when you're applying the wax. Some of our stronger holds, uh, you hit it with a hairdryer, 10, 15 seconds, something like that. And then you apply it from the tin, but you don't actually want to heat the wax up on your face. Um, So that's the whole idea with the oils is to keep everything hydrated, to keep it healthy, and like Pip is using right now. This is our summer exclusive wash that we have out right now. Freaky tiki. Uh, It smells like a beach in the bottle. Would you agree your face smells like the beach right now? Smells like what? The beach? beach?
1: Yes, definitely smells like the beach. I thought you said bleach. I'm like, my face doesn't smell like bleach.
2: Yeah, yeah. Also, do not use bleach on your face. That Don't use bad. bleach.
1: One hundred percent bad here. I'm gonna stand up for this one because I feel like I got to move too much and I got to stay near the microphone. And uh... but basically, you know, I just did the wash real quick. Um, again, something that I tend to normally do is is kind of comb through whenever I'm done. Um, yeah. But you see, this guy still wants to kind of stay together no matter what that's kind of it's like natural progression or anything like that
2: yeah yeah there's nothing wrong with that yeah the the combs work perfect because it just gets everything in line and straightened back out so yeah i mean it looks looks fresh
1: i mean this is no wax right now you know what i mean that i feel like i kind of like it when it looks like this not that i'm trying to say don't use your product (laughs) (laughs) no i hear you but it, it's really not bad, um, just all natural too.
2: Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, when you can go natural, go natural, all right?
1: For sure. Go nude whenever you can go nude. And sure. I'm trying to find... So you have a few different kinds of holds. Um, and what I have been using is your smoothbore firm hold to start right. out. Um, now, smoothbore firm hold, though is different from we'll just go because it's right in front of me here the freaky tiki for a few different reasons uh, aside from just hold but right as can see watching at home this is the smooth bore. this is the freaky tiki
2: right so smooth bore, like you said is a firmer hold um, that's probably our most popular just because it does give you great hold uh, but it's still pliable and easy to work with It's not going to rip your hairs out or anything uh, while you're putting it in. We do have some that are much stronger than that. Like, hey, I'm going out camping for three days and I don't want to touch my mustache. Uh, We have that option as well. Uh, It's called Freedom Blend. Holy cow. Yeah, it's called Freedom. It smells like gunpowder and caramel corn. And it's actually infused with real whiskey. So hence the Freedom. It's got all Uh, kinds
1: of stuff in it for Freedom then.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And eagle tears.
1: It has eagle tears as well.
2: Yeah, eagle tears. And every time you open the tin, the national anthem plays. <laughs> really cool. That doesn't actually happen, so don't don't get upset. And, and if
1: you're international, it actually plays your national anthem. Um, no, it so still plays. It still, it plays, still plays, plays this one. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, sure. Canada. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> we love our Canadian friends. We we send to Canada all the time uh but you just have to like our flag and stuff and our national
1: anthem it's just what you yeah have to do. that's how it rules yeah. but you know with there's a huge difference because with freaky tiki with a softer blend i can just grab some on my thumb or use my guitar pick which i didn't bring down with me um and go to work with it
2: yeah you're talking
1: with 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 smoothbore and a firmer hold you have to heat this up right i know that's a huge question you have to get because i didn't know that at first
2: uh, so smooth bore—it just really depends on where you're storing it. Uh, for the most part, you shouldn't need to heat up smooth bore. Um, some people do just because it makes it easier right off the bat to start working with. Uh, it kind of smooths out easier between your fingers. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's the reason smooth bore specifically is so popular is because it gives you the hold, but you don't normally have to heat it up. Obviously, if you're leaving it overnight in a medicine cabinet and it's really chilled and it's it's just like uh that's that's different than leaving it on the dash of your truck where it's in the sun and it's already starting warm right or carrying it in your pocket where it's already preheated basically um so yeah if it's stored somewhere where it's a little cooler and all that you might have to just hit it with a little bit of heat just to get it ready to use uh, but for the most part smoothboard specifically uh that's why people like it so much um is because you shouldn't have to heat it. Um, if you're carrying it in your pocket or whatever, that'll be a good way just to kind of keep it ready to use.
1: So mine's been sitting here on the counter and I can definitely heal it out with my thumb right. like I normally would, but usually I heat it up till it gets to be a little just again more pliable. Yeah. But should I be not doing that and kind of doing more between my fingers? Because that's a technique is to, to get some on your fingers and ball it, right?
2: Yeah. um, I should have thought ahead and had a napkin or a towel or whatever, but yeah, it makes it super easy. I got a smooth board here too. So basically just, I mean, it doesn't take very much back of your thumbnail. I'm there. I'm with you. Yeah. And then I just put it over my finger and then just smooth it in just like that. I mean, and then yeah. from there, just right in.
1: And then just right into the stash. Yeah. It's actually maybe better than what I've been doing. So now you're, so I did one, right? So should you only do one side and then reapply and get more?
2: Or yeah, reapply? I usually do one side and I use my other thumb and do the other side. Um, just because I'm not good at like switching sides and being all ambidextrous and stuff.
1: Now, another thing that I've learned as my mustache has gotten longer is that you actually have to grab from further in, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So I get a lot, like we were talking about trimming and stuff earlier. We have a lot of guys that trim basically like right in the center, Mm -hmm. let the center grow out. So it becomes a part of the longer hairs. And then when you go to wax it, you actually want to pull up a little bit from like starting up. That way, those are coming down into the ends as well. Yeah, He'll just give it a more full look.
1: I definitely like to throw a little bit up here, too, just to kind of keep it holding.
2: Yeah. And you can even see on mine,
1: this bad boy wants to curl like crazy. Yeah, since I have
2: it on my hands, might as well.
1: (laughs) Might as well do a little work with it, right? All right, let me get some for the other side. And it's actually weird because I've been heating this up so long and – I'm feeling like I don't need to now because it's, it's just coming off like you said it was going to, you know, so a little more on my thumb. And I've been wasting yeah. my time heating it up and using my wife's hair dryer and getting her mad at me for not putting it away appropriately.
2: Yeah, it used to be my wife's hairdryer, and now it's mine. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, some like I said, some of the stronger, stickier holds, uh, you definitely need to use some heat just to soften it up before you put it in. Uh, but smooth bore, you shouldn't have any issues.
1: I honestly can't believe you have ones that are like thicker than smooth bore because I feel like this is like so much thicker than some of the other models that yeah. I have or whatever or blends that I have.
2: Yeah, yeah. I think that's uh, I think smoothbore is hands down like the most popular across the board, just because, like I said, it's so easy to use. Like like you're just doing right now, so easy. Um. I don't know. It still even gives a cave, you a... Even a caveman could do it. Even a fireman could do it. Yeah, even a fireman, could. even a truckie could do it.
1: So here is where the problem always comes in, and I'm kind of far away. I gotta... I can't talk and see myself. Well, let's see. I can move the microphone. Bring it in. I'm actually kind of impressed with how it came out without being in the... in a true mirror. And then what I normally would do at this point without being able to see it 100% is I just kind of comb through again, but leave yeah. the ends um, the way that they are.
2: Yeah, just kind of straighten up the middle part a little bit, get it all uniform, and then, yeah. See, you're a pro. You should be giving the tutorials.
1: Oh, dude, I'm horrible at this, man. This is my morning. and And so something that I've heard you – I probably have some chunks in there, and it's not perfect, but we're going to get back to talking because – This Today Show segment has been rough on how they do it with their fake food and fake hair, and it's all fake. That's what it is. This was real. This was one hundred percent Pip. Just did his mustache on YouTube. Bunch Uh, of fakers. Yeah, with their Hollywood fakeness. Um, but something that I have to stay near the microphone. Something that I've heard you say is it's patience and it's giving time back to yourself in the morning. And uh, you know, I live in New Jersey. We are go 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 do a line of blow and then go some more is an easy way to to describe someone from New Jersey, I guess. Right. That patience in the morning though, it only takes a few minutes, but yeah, if you rush it, it's not going to work.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I think it's one of those things like when you try to go fast, you're like, Oh, I'm just going to do it real quick. And then, like you said, you'll have one side that's fallen forward or like, Oh man, I can't get it right. That, that extra minute or two minutes actually sets your day up where you're not going to have to fight it all day. And um, it's just like anything. Uh, my favorite quote, and I th- I think I put something like this the other day on my personal Instagram, but an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. That's sure. like my my favorite thing, universal across the board. It just applies. But same thing, just take the extra minute, take the extra two minutes or whatever it may be, and you'll actually be more happy with it the rest of the day. Not that it takes a long time, anyways, but giving yourself, hey, just give myself the one extra minute, and I'll be, I'll be better all day. So, and I think that's just universal across the board with most things, right? For
1: everything you do, yeah. Again, I'm really yeah. fortunate with my hairstyle; it's been this way so long, it just does it. I'm not even like, yeah. just wake up and it's
2: there. Um,
1: yeah. I don't know, maybe someday, maybe someday your mustache starts to do that too. But then, too, throughout the day, I'll, like I said, I'll hit it with the freaky tiki, just if I need a little more. Like it's dry and, and gross feeling, right? Is it Yeah, next kind of. yeah,
2: so yep, kind of so freaky tiki actually has a couple extra ingredients in it as well uh, that help moisturize. So like like you were just saying, it feels dry and freaky tiki is like a natural one to grab. Um it does have a few extra things to keep it moisturized. Um so we call this one a stash balm instead of a wax. so it is to be a lighter application it's not going to be like obviously super sticky you're not going to twist up the ends and do all that kinds of stuff but if you hit like the middle sections of this uh the middle sections of your stash with this during the day it's kind of kind of keep the flyaways down keep it from popping up and tickling your nose right like keep it out of your mouth while you're eating stuff like that Right? Like, it all sounds weird, but everyone knows, like, oh, yeah, that's real. That's really what happens. It's all true. It's just
1: not stuff we talk about, right? Yeah, like, not, exactly. And even the flyaways, like, dude, that the flyaways kill me. And sometimes it's the longest hair is, like, yeah. sticking up, and I notice it, and I'm like, I got to get rid of this thing, man. I can't let this yeah. happen.
2: Yeah, and you don't want to cut it off. You don't want to take power away from your stash. So no, because just...
1: the long one is power. We, we've learned that today, right? too, so... Hey, right. so, wait, wait! My little buddy is here. It's it's summer here in the Pip House, and and I get some extra kids floating around. So, Dex, instead of using that microphone, we're not gonna move the camera today. Come over this way. You can use my microphone because you can hear in your ear, right? Here, dude, have a seat up on here.
2: What's up, buddy? Hello. So I so- see you've been growing your mustache for years. It's coming in strong. He
1: actually does have a pretty good mustache coming in, believe it or not. For being ten, he's got a, he's got a good little a little base layer there, right, pal? Right? You've like had it for a bit. Declan is my number one mustache supporter. So Excellent. He'd just like to you know to give you his opinion, I guess, on the mustache or how he feels that it can sometimes be treated, right, buddy? Go ahead. Talking to the mic. Like,
2: I just want to say, my dad, my father's mustache is amazing. It is is the holy mustache. But for some
1: reason, it seems as though every girl or woman we meet
2: doesn't like it. I I don't get it. Our mom doesn't like it. His sister doesn't like it. My other aunt does like it. Just no girl likes it. I I just don't get it. Yeah, I don't know. Um,
1: There's no answer for why women don't like mustaches. I think that's really it, right?
2: Yeah, I think I think it's just something that's inside of them of just like I'm just gonna object just cause,
1: <laughs> just cause they
2: want to do it and 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 that's okay.
1: That's their opinion, right? And we know that they're wrong, and we keep reminding them of that, don't we?
2: Absolutely. <laughs> like, like whenever our mom talks about how she wants him to easy, shave it, I'm easy, just like, buddy, no,
1: <laughs> no, that's the answer, no, right? Let's just we'll go. With that. <laughs> All right, man. Appreciate it. Say goodbye to Mr. Griff.
0: Hi.
2: See you later, buddy. Thanks for coming.
1: Just, just like you said, man, it's family first over here in the PIP house, too, right? Like these guys. Every time, man. They're Every my time. man, right? He's my man. He's my supporter. Absolutely. My mustache yeah. pro. But you know, we're we're getting into that hour mark now. You know that we like to keep these episodes, and and we've talked on such a gambit of things here, and I've I've enjoyed having you on for sure. Where can all the folks find you? man uh
2: internet. so obviously the not your address yeah.
1: we don't want your personal home address we just the on the internet yeah. where can they all find yeah
2: it? Uh, if you're looking to follow along stash salt um social media is at stash dot salt uh on instagram uh stash salt mustache wax on facebook we're on youtube um and then obviously if there's something you're looking to get everything is on stash um we will have everything from all the waxes, bombs, everything we showed to shirts. We actually have ladies' hair stuff on there as well. So if you're salty
0: Jane, you're trying, salty Jane, yeah, if
2: you're trying to get something for yourself and you want your soften up the lady a little bit and get her a gift as well, uh, we've got the ladies' hairspray and all that stuff as well. So
1: you got kids got, shirts? You have kids shirts on? I there? Yeah, I yeah, we've
2: got kids shirts. Guys. We we have one that says, "My dad's stash is saltier than yours." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then for the ladies, we have stash supporter and there's just a bunch of different cool designs as well. So she's not wearing that
1: one, bro. I'm not, not she's not wearing it. Like it would not it would get not Luckily it's a t-shirt cause it would get thrown back at me. Like it's not like a can of peas or something, right. but like, yeah, it would definitely get thrown right back at me. She wouldn't be wearing that one. But, that's <laughs> awesome, man. Well here, every episode of the size up, we like to kind of finish with what I call the size up 10. And it's 10 kind of rapid fire questions. They have simple answers. Some aren't so simple, but, you know, it's just kind of fun. And I don't know what I'm going to do with it yet, but I may have an epic, like, you know, uh, video that I can post with everybody answering these. So are you ready? Yeah, I mean, send it. You really don't have a choice because you were my guest. And
2: yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm still here. So yeah, it's
1: pretty much. Yeah, you haven't left yet. No one's left yet, which I've been pretty impressed. We're, we're we're on the episode 25, and no guest has like walked out. Like you're stupid, and I don't like you
2: <laughs> leaving. Well, I'm gonna be the first, so <laughs> Throw- <laughs> I'm out the door. Yeah, West Coast yeah, guys, I,
1: I, kill me. They're still in their mustaches. All right, you ready for it? Yeah, I guess you're so. Ready. Beach or mountains? Mountains nice night out or night in in a good book or a good movie
2: movie i guess oh
1: movie. That... so many people pick the movie i thought other people more people would be picking well, the book
2: I, my first thought was book but then my second thought was braveheart so yeah. like it kind of like well braveheart wins <laughs> how many
1: times <laughs> do you think you've seen braveheart i couldn't even count how many times i've seen it
2: yeah well the thing is, is i can't count that high so i don't try <laughs> <laughs> braveheart?
1: wait wait here, here then i can i'll add 11 right now braveheart or saving private ryan braveheart all right that's a win i can see that all right cross country yeah. road trip who's your co-pilot
2: uh, my wife every time oh. yeah she she's, can be drawing while you're driving and yeah, drawing. she's my navigator snack grabber and important we do a lot of uh brainstorming when we have windshield time yeah so that's a good
1: place that's, to brainstorm
2: it's a, a good place where i'm spitting out ideas and she's doing computer magic so
1: I love that you said, and this is why this goes downhill, but I love that you said snack grabber. So uh, my dad's name is Russ, my mom's name is Janet, and my dad called my mom Jan. And growing up, we would take these epic road trips, and my mom would make these epic snack packs. And I just remember being like 95 South, and my dad being like, Jan, give me something salty. Jan, (laughs) give me a Twizzler. So. i'm like driving tracy's my wife and i'm like jen give me something salty just to like relive the memories and the boys say it now too that's awesome that's how you know you want a snack you want mom to reach in the snack bag Jan. yeah salty (laughs) oh where were we here all right do you make your bed every day yes nice a million dollars right now provided by jeremy at national fire radio or go back to 18 years old with a total redo
2: uh i would take a million bucks all right
1: jeremy will be wiring that to you shortly yeah
2: absolutely i'll I'll be looking for that today actually i'm gonna get
1: in so much trouble because everybody keeps picking the million dollars he's gonna be really mad
2: yeah
1: highways or back roads back roads bucket list place to visit
2: um glacier national park Oh, nice. Yeah, I know there's probably a lot of tropical ones in like Aruba or Jamaica. I was like, no, I think we have some pretty cool spots here in the States. And that's one that like I'm really looking forward to going to.
1: Yeah, I'm definitely I'm looking forward to that. This year, we're actually going being you said glaciers. We're going to Iceland. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah, we're going to do like ice cave exploring or some form of something craziness like that. So excited for that. That Glacier National Park, definitely on the list. All right, two more here. Two more football or football.
2: Um, I would have to say football, I guess. I don't care too much one way or the other. Uh, my brother actually played pro soccer in Germany. Um, so I got to go over there and watch him play football. Um, it's a whole different world over there, like the whole stage getting into it and all that. So I would say just because I was watching him growing up and got to go over there and visit and I just don't care about any of the teams here to be honest so you guys can hate me now if you want to but that's fine
1: I think it's cooler that we just got that little tidbit of information about you you know and someone walks up and they're going to be like who'd your brother play for in Germany you're going to be like you listen to the size up and I'm going to be like yes, yes it's a listener I love it somebody made yeah. it this long.
2: yeah if there's anyone watching that's a soccer fan my brother played over there and he scored on Bayern Munich which is pretty cool That's like a big deal so he did that so Sweet, I'm just man. a little bit though
1: so good for your big brother (laughs) good for him and and his goal scoring abilities uh the germans yeah um all right last question best advice you could give to your younger self
2: um probably back to kind of what we were talking about before just slow down and enjoy the ride Um, don't get ahead of yourself trying to get to the next step of whatever it is so quickly Uh, enjoy the step that you're on and take it all in because you will learn something for when you get to the next step that will help you. But if you're so anxious to get there, you'll miss something that'll help you along the way.
1: Words of wisdom from the mustache man right there. And I do appreciate that. And I'm going to let both my boys hear you say that because that is such an important thing that when you are 13 and 10, you can kind of miss out on that. And then when you're 18 and 19 and, 25 and yeah. 28 and everywhere Absolutely. in your life, everyone can hear that for sure. So it was great. Yeah. Well, listen, bro, it was awesome having you on today. I hope that uh, we were able to help out the brand a little bit and help out some mustached men with my little bad tutorial. I'm actually, it
2: doesn't. No, that it's, no it's solid. Really,
1: yeah. Like I'm kind of impressed with that quick little, little do that we did there. So make sure yeah. to tune in on YouTube again, man. Thanks to Griff. Check them out at stash salt. Online and stash salt.com. Did I say that one right? Okay, yeah, I always mess things up. I don't want to do that. All that information is as always going to be in the show notes. I want to again thank our sponsors that are out there for this month. I want to thank the folks at National Fire Radio, my man Seb, who is our uh, audio, video, slash production engineer. He doesn't really have a title, but he does have an awesome mustache. Um, awesome. And you guys helped him out at FDIC this year, getting him on a, a good path of his growth. So he's he's Perfect. catching me on this one. Um, and yeah, until next time, this has been Pip from the Size Up by National Fire Radio. Talk to you later.
0: National Fire Radio.